Blog Talk Radio. and you're listening to Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis. And the purpose of our show is to talk to you about personal development, relationships, mindfulness, mental health, psychology, and also various topics that affect people with disabilities. Today, we're talking about what's your EQ? the signs of emotional intelligence, and how you can approve yours. Having emotions or emotions is one of the incredible wonders of the human existence. And as most cases would have it, you often can't have the good without the bad. We all experience a varying range of emotions. Yet some of us tend to manage them better than others. And this all comes down to our emotional intelligence. So how's your emotional intelligence? Do you need to work on this? And we will answer these questions and much, much more. But let's look at it from the terms of what is emotional intelligence and examples. So, emotional intelligence refers to your ability to understand, manage, and use your emotions to communicate with others and get to know yourself better. It also involves your ability to interpret and respond to the emotions of others. And this is where it comes to get very, very tricky. Now, this also refers to being able to convey an emotion through your body without having to say the words. Because we don't often realize that we could be saying one message to someone while our body is conveying a totally different message. And often the experiences we have very on, early on in life, also affect our emotional intelligence by the way we're treated by the people around us. And not only the people around you, but also your own family, because they can stunt your emotional intelligence. I don't know how many times my mother's tell me, why are you crying? You have no reason to cry. Well, you know what? I did have a reason to cry because of what I was feeling. And if she was denying that I had a right to feel what I was feeling, then that is how it can affect and stunt someone's emotional intelligence. So when our emotions fly off the rails, 
we often get so stuck in our own perspective that we may lose the inability to see another person's viewpoint. In conflict, understanding these differing perspectives and emotions is key to finding a resolution that works for both parties. Here's another thing to think about that your parents learn from their parents how to treat other people. And my grandmother was a very jealous woman, and she taught her daughters to all be jealous of what someone else had. And the sad part is, if you're not jealous of what someone else has, but you learn how to be the best person that you can possibly be. And remember, what you want in life and what someone else wants in life, what's important to them and what's important to you are two different things. So trying to measure up to them is never going to work. And if you remember back in the 20th century, many a times what would happen is you always heard the term keeping up with the Joneses. And it was always this idea of how they were going to have more and better. And I can remember being in elementary school and middle school and high school and how it was all how people looked at how you dressed and if you were perfect and who was the most popular and who had the most boyfriends. And how you relate in those situations and how you see yourself in those situations also affects your emotional intelligence. In other words, the health of your relationships may depend on your emotional intelligence. On the other hand, someone who is able to express themselves effectively and respectfully has a high emotional intelligence. This means that communicating in a caring and compassionate way, rather than throwing a book at the wall in frustration. So how do you know how your emotional intelligence writes? Do you need to improve? And then later on, we will examine the signs of poor emotional intelligence and the signs of good emotional intelligence. At the end of the day, it's likely that we can all improve a little bit, even if we believe that we have good emotional intelligence. Do you not understand how you relate to other people, how those relationships affect you, how the things that you've been told over and over again reflect and are embedded in your head to the point that you will constantly be repeating the things that other people have told you about yourself and how you should act and how you should treat people. And, and then what happens is, this is how you relate to people. This is how you treat them. And what happens is 
also, if you have very low self-esteem or you don't like yourself very much and your emotions about yourself are beating you up, then what's happening? That you react in such a way to other people that what you do is you abuse them because this makes you feel better about yourself. And it's also what was done to you because what you're doing is you're repeating that same behavior. What does poor emotional intelligence look like? Individuals with poor emotional intelligence have difficulty understanding and controlling their emotions. They may get excessively angry or unable to communicate or understand why. Many times, these individuals have sudden emotional outbursts. A person with low emotional intelligence can further have difficulty with maintaining relationships. Always steer clear of the conversation about themselves. Display lack of empathy for others. Have various strong opinions and blame others. Now, what I want to do is discuss some of these things a little bit. And the last thing is have difficulty coping with stressful and turbulent times because if you're, and what we're doing when we're talking about emotional intelligence, we're talking about how you relate to people on an emotional level. And if you don't, know how to relate to someone in a relationship and have a healthy relationship, then your emotional intelligence is damaged in some way. If you don't know how to converse with people and hold an intelligent conversation, or if you only think of yourself and not understand how someone else feels when you mistreat them, that's because you're coming from a bad place within yourself and just don't know how to act. And the problem is that we see so many people that just don't know how to act in good or bad relationships. My sister, when she was in college, because for years and years and years, she was constantly being told, you can't live on your own, you can't think for yourself, you can't hold a job, that emotionally she was always in a bad place. And because she was deaf, she, even though she would read a lot, even though she knew a lot of stuff, she just couldn't understand what was happening to her emotionally and how to react or how to get out of it. And today, she's alone. She has no one around. And once my mother passed, she was left so alone that because she had become so dependent on them in every way, she's totally lost today. And that's where we're talking about having low 
emotional intelligence. So, gaining awareness is the first step toward enhancing your emotional intelligence. And when you do, you foster healthy and fulfilling relationships with others and yourself. Because if you don't know how to relate to yourself and love yourself for who you are to the point that you are trying to be something that you're not, then what's going to happen that you are in so many ways beating yourself up, if not physically, mentally? What are seven signs of emotional intelligence. Those with high emotional intelligence often exhibit the following seven signs. They get along well with and show genuine interest in others. They understand their own weaknesses and strengths. They take responsibility for their actions and they let go of their mistakes. They can effectively describe how they are feeling even in difficult situations. They have feelings of empathy and concern towards others. They have self-confidence and display self-acceptance. They are curious about others' feelings. Now, are you not sure about your own emotional intelligence? Well, getting curious is a good sign. And there are online EQ tests that you can take, plus tips on how to improve. So what are the five ways to improve emotional intelligence? And before I get into that, what I would like to do and what I would like to say is that for you, understanding and being able to relate to who you are and where you come from is so important. And here's the thing. Now, a, the family dynamics works because each, people, each person within that family expects the others to react a certain way. And when they don't react that way, they just don't know how to deal with it or how to relate to that person outside of who they are and where they come from. Therefore, it's up to you to recognize that when you change your behavior and you don't allow them to beat you down emotionally through their verbal abuse, or through their physical abuse, and there's a wide range of what considered abuse today that until child abuse was something that was talked about and dealt with, then what happened? Parents got away with doing whatever they, they wanted to do. And 15 years ago, my mother, I happened to be staying with her at the time, and I was not allowing her to abuse me in the way she wanted to. 
And every time I tried to talk to her, she heard what she wanted to hear, and she didn't hear what she didn't want to hear. And I would, and what happened is I would get frustrated and I would fall back in old behaviors. But my way of dealing with it, because I had to be there, was to stay as far away from them as I possibly could. And then once I got away from them, I did not speak to them or have any relationship with them for a minimum of three years. And if I could have made it permanent, I would have made it permanent. But being someone with a disability, I didn't always have the best options available to me. And therefore, what it, I, what ha, because I was put in bad situations, because they were not physically there to help, well, and they were not emotionally there to help me either. So that also had some effect on a lot of things that went on within my life at the time, too. But you always have to recognize that who your family is and where they come from and how they relate is all based on who they are and the kind of lifestyle and where they came from. The sad part is, is unless you get help as a family, many a times you have to literally disassociate yourself from them and have no relationship with them. What are the five ways to improve emotional intelligence? If you're looking to improve your emotional intelligence, these tips can help you do just that. So having a more effective conversation and understanding yourself better, pause and name your emotions. Are you quick to react? Well, taking a moment to pause when you recognize yourself getting heated can prevent something you regret from happening. So just yelling at your significant other. Take a moment and take a deep breath. Recognize how you are feeling. Then name it. Are you feeling angry, sad, hurt? Reflect for a moment. And most importantly, accept them. We have to accept each other for who we are. And you can't expect to change someone just because you don't like them doing what they're doing. And if you're able to do that, then what you're doing is you're beating them down on their emotional intelligence. It's okay to feel hurt and sad and angry, but your response doesn't need to be dictated by emotions. Consider what is the best way to respond here and communicate how you feel. Ask for feedback. These closest to you likely have a good idea regarding your emotional intelligence. Ask your friends, family, 
partner, a close colleague to rate your emotions and your emotional intelligence on a scale of one to 10. While it might not always be the feedback that you want, it might be exactly what you need. Actively listen to the other person. This doesn't mean thinking about what you'll say next while the other person explains how they feel. It means paying attention and truly trying to put yourself in their shoes. Can you understand why they may feel hurt or upset? Probably. You just need to listen. As you listen, make sure to keep eye contact and nod at an appropriate point to communicate to the other person that you are, in fact, listening. Paraphrasing can also work wonders, as can asking questions to show curiosity and to help you further understand. Take responsibility for your actions. If you hurt someone, own up to it. If you said something that you shouldn't have, say that and apologize. Fessing up and recognizing when we behave inappropriately shows self-awareness and the ability to self-regulate how we feel. Getting angry that your spouse is hurt by something that you said isn't going to help the situation or help either party feel understood. It is likely to escalate even more. On the flip side, if you were to take your time and understand why it hurt that other person and then take responsibility and apologize, as well as maybe understand why you would be angry about it. You can foster a closer bond with your loved one or yourself. Become more aware of your weaknesses and strengths. This is a big one that we all need to understand because for so many of us, we just don't know what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are. And this is so important, even in the workplace, because you want a team with someone that can have strengths in areas where you have a weakness. This is something that can be obtained through feedback. This can also help you navigate through your own actions and gain a better understanding of what you may need to work on when it comes to communication and emotional intelligence. The truth is, we aren't perfect beings, and that's okay. Understanding where we fall short or could improve can continue our personal growth journey and create a fulfilling and happy life. Emotional intelligence leads to greater life satisfaction. American neuroscientist 
Joseph Ledeau once stated, emotions are a critical source of information for learning. It can, as soon as we can start viewing our emotions this way, the sooner we can become better versions of ourselves and propel our life forward. So get curious and learn more about your emotional intelligence. And here's something else to think about when you think about emotional intelligence, because it's something all need to understand and deal with. So how do you utilize emotional intelligence in the workplace? Why EQ is important for success. Emotion psychology and the concept of emotional intelligence gained interest in the 1995 publication of Daniel Goleman's Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ. Why it can matter more? Okay, Goldman argues that emotional intelligence is a critical predictor for success in life. Emotional competencies, he argued, play a particularly important role in the workplace. The concept quickly attracted the attention of human resource managers and business leaders. Researchers have suggested that emotional intelligence influences how well employees interact with their colleagues, manage stress, or navigate conflict. It also affects overall performance on the job. Other studies have linked emotional intelligence with job satisfaction. Goldman suggested that Although traditional intelligence was associated with leadership success, it alone was not enough. People who are successful at work aren't just smart. They also have a high EQ. But emotional intelligence is not just for CEOs and senior managers. It's important at every level of a person's career, from college students looking for internships to seasoned employees helping to take on leadership roles. If you want to succeed in the workplace and move up the career ladder, emotional intelligence is critical. And this is some of the reasons that we wanted to talk about emotional intelligence today simply because for so many of us, we just don't know how to react in certain situations and how to make them work for us. You have to be the person that you want to be, and in order to do so, it is up to you to become the person that you need to be and recognize 
that emotional intelligence is just so very important in your daily life. And one thing that I want to point out to you is that you can, I have a seven-day challenge that's called personal success on a daily basis. And you can go to personalsuccessonadailybasis.com forward slash join the seven-day challenge and sign up to participate in this challenge to help you become more aware of who you are and how you need to get where you want to be in order to achieve your goals. And you can go to my website, which is personal success on a daily basis, and we have a number of articles for you to read that can help you improve your personal identity. And remember, emotional intelligence is part of who you are and how you react in different situations.